Hello, my name's James Pikeway, and this is the Nightline Podcast. If you're interested in cars, car repair, music, fitness, technology, and more, this is the podcast for you. Interested in more of what's going on at Dubai Eye? Go to DubaiEye1038.com and search out our podcasts and blogs. Want to get in touch with me? Nightline at DubaiEye1038.ae. Enjoy the show. Get Fit Radio is the program. Marcus Smith is here from Inner Fight Gym, and we're talking fitness for the next hour. And I got to tell you, the best Instagram post I saw this week. Yeah. So happens to be um, a wonderful post by one of the guys who comes to this gym. Oh, okay. And there he was. He was going to go out, and he was going to do a little bit of a run on the beach. Yes. And the humidity kicked in. This is a disaster. <laughs> yes. Humidity kicks in, and I'm and I'm thinking to myself, hold on, I ran that day. Yes. So what are you talking about, you yes. whiner? And then I'm thinking, hold on, you fitness whiner. Oh, I, sh- I didn't say who is, so I'm gonna now not going to say his name. <laughs> yeah, because you just abused him calling him a fitness whiner. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm thinking, you know, you're thinking, I'm not going to go run in the humidity, and I'm going to get a break, I'm going to go to the gym, and I'm going to do... And then he walks into the gym, yeah. and it was something like... 60 burpees no they ended up having to do it was actually uh, every minute uh, 10 or 15 double unders and 10 burpees for 40 minutes which gives you 400 burpees that was the one so i thought i'm gonna just have an easy day at the gym instead of doing the run it's actually quite funny because on saturday (laughs) i i actually went running on saturday it was quite horrible but on saturday i I heard of about four or five people that went out for a run started running ran anywhere between he, he he'd run 500 meters i heard one guy who'd actually run <laughs> so five you've also go- read that post we're not yes. going to say who he is no although he did just do the run across to- the desert but hey you know. yeah <laughs> um <laughs> how many guys and, and, are there here jim who did that <laughs> another guy ran 5k of his 25k and then turned back as well it was pretty hot yeah. at the weekend and it's been it's been quite warm all week do you but... program your workouts according to the weather so that no. the people who do the, the, no. the, the skip out on their runs no. come into the gym and then get no. slammed and i don't with... think i think you know <laughs> I, I don't think there's many reasons and i think this is where it all comes back to sort of people need to figure out actually why yeah. they're doing something because yeah. i don't think there's many reasons not to do a workout when you've programmed the workout in when you put it in your mind i'm gonna do this workout i'm gonna go for this run like it's hot go slower it's yeah. cold run faster yeah. Yeah. It's windy, just run into the wind. You know, yeah. there's all yeah. these different variables that are going to come around, but none of them are really an excuse not to exercise. Exactly. You know, and I, I think obviously if, you, if you're having some family issues or you need to take your daughter or your dog to the hospital or to the vet, yeah. then that's kind of an excuse why you shouldn't be doing exercise. But the fact that, you know, it's wet outside or it's hot outside or it's cold outside, I, I yeah. actually do not understand it. It made me smile when I saw that. You know, yeah. came to the gym and it was just as hard to work. It was out just as hard, yeah. It's like it's crazy. I mean, mate, you know, during I'll be honest with you, during my run on Saturday, with I ran 32k and at nice. 20 at 25k, I was not feeling very good at all, and the sun was beating down. It was about just after eight o'clock, and yeah. um, 
I'd actually stopped along Business Bay because we'd run out of water. So I stopped to refuel water and I had a sparkling water and the bubbles just kept coming oh, up and up no. and up. And yeah, with 7K to go, I found some shade and I went over in the shade and I had some uh, interesting time with myself. I vomited yeah. quite a bit and just to get everything out. Yeah. And then, yeah, the last 7K wasn't easy at, by any stretch, but you sort of have to get through it. And sometimes it's not about the physiological yeah. benefit that you're getting in a run, but it's more about it's the mental thing, the, the mental fitness and the yeah. fact that, yeah, I came out this morning. It was disgusting weather. It was either too hot, too cold, too rainy, too snowy, too sunny. I don't know what, but I managed to get through it. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, unless you're really going into, and this is where you have to protect your health, unless you're going into a situation which is compri- compromising your health, yeah. you should just keep going. Just walk for yeah. a little bit, then run for a little bit. Walk for a yeah. little bit, and there's no excuse. The weather isn't an excuse. That's exactly. Pathetic. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. You run every morning or three days you a know, week anyway. And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm sort of hitting in a, a 6.30, 7-minute pace kind of mark right now, so a little bit of just pre-building, Yeah. and uh, I'm feeling awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't feel any better by the end because it's so hard to keep to that pace, Yeah. and it still gets you at the end, yeah. but it just feels good it feels good but the thing is as well james what you've done is you've you've maybe wound your workouts down a little bit but yeah. you know when it was cooler you're running over an hour now you're yeah. running under an hour but you're still getting out getting it done yeah. Yeah. and you feel good takes i mean you do have to be a little bit yeah i mean prepared it, takes time to cool down yeah. you need to be drinking more all yeah. of these things but there is no excuse not no. to get out and do stuff come on i mean it's gonna be hot in dubai for the next four months what are we you gonna do yeah, exactly you know like seriously <laughs> <laughs> anyway that was uh, that was welcome to june i guess yeah exactly no it's just come out of nowhere but that's okay yeah uh, what else is going on in the world of marcus <laughs> what else is going on we, we're getting ready for our, our, our running challenge which actually comes in just over three weeks, we leave to that. So when we're going to Corsica, yeah. we're going to run 180 kilometers across Corsica. What's, with the, we- what's the weather? Just speaking of weather, what's Corsica? I mean, I've never uh, been to Corsica. I've only yeah. ever seen the ferry. Uh, exactly. I mean, Corsica, for those that don't know, is at the bottom of France and just off to the left of Italy, to the boot yeah. of Italy. So the weather in summer is actually, and, and it's just above Sardinia. So the weather in summer is actually oh, supposed beautiful. to be super, super nice. Yeah. Some of the passes that we'll go to are quite high up. They'll be around to 1,800 to 2,000 meters. So some of the in some of those areas it's quite a mountainous place Corsica that's why we're able to get 10,000 plus meters of elevation wow. over 180 Thanks. kilometers so how long is this going to take you it'll take us five days okay so which is that's why I mention it now because we're obviously, obviously doing a lot of training for that as well and just trying to sort of simulate what it's like just really heavy legs so lots of heavy sled pulls pulled a sled for a mile the other day and you know that was quite heavy and quite awkward as well so we're just uh, yeah just getting that ready and another thing that's going on actually this weekend is on thursday evening at uh, at the alcudra cycle track we will cycle as soon as it's uh, iftar so from sunset we'll cycle 50 kilometers uh-huh. we'll then which is a loop of the track we'll then run the loop of the track so 50 kilometers and once we finish running we'll then cycle 50 kilometers again wow. so we created a challenge 50 50 50 under uh yeah under under darkness so and it's the, all in the tracks lit isn't it uh sort of no, kind of no no uh pa- there's a part pa- of it parts of it are james okay. sorry uh, as you're going up what's called the stick so yeah. up that main road to the start of the track yes it is but then when you go on the loop it's complete pitch so does, does the loop go around bab al shams is that to yes. go in front of it? Yes, okay because exactly. i saw people on that loop and i have yeah. never actually done the loop but yeah. i saw people up there so the the if you know where Babel Shams is, that's turning right, and then it's just a big circle that comes back round past the new solar park. It's great uh-huh. out there. 
by the Alcudra Lakes, which if you haven't been out to see, go and check them out. It's absolutely yeah. beautiful. Some great wildlife out there as well. Great place for a little bit of off-road running. It's not super soft. It's not super hard either, so a little bit gravelly. Really nice to run on. But yeah, the, the, the track up there is 50 kilometers. So we'll try and complete it. We're trying to complete the whole thing during the hours of darkness. So dark officially begins. We, we sort of set the dark start time as Iftar, yeah. which is... Perfect. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then we'll try and be finished before about... It's getting light at about quarter to five, five o'clock in the morning. So we've got just under 10 hours to finish How the many bodies are signed up to do this? How many do you um, have involved? We are currently four people uh-huh. who will do the whole thing. And have a few sort of people that said they will come and do sections of it okay. with us. And we have a driver, Carlin Gerbich, your oh, good friend. Oh, good old Carlin. So he's going to act as a support vehicle as well. And, of course, our, our photographer, Munim, will be with us, and he's going to run 20 kilometers. And so is he so, cycling? Is, is Munim cycling? Uh, he, I don't, I'm not yeah. sure if he's cycling. He did some cycling before. Well, that's so, it. We've talked about yeah. cycling quite a bit. So Yeah, so super nice challenge that as well. So yeah. just to enjoy the last sort of weekend of uh, the – longest days of the year the yeah. 22nd or 21st first okay is midsummer's day so Whew. on thursday we're just a few days out from that so wow. it's going to be yeah we, we did a challenge last year on i think it was the 21st or the 22nd so the longest day of the year which means the shortest night of the year obviously where we rode up and down jebel hafeet as many times as we could and that was quite fun and long. <laughs> <laughs> but, you so, know, it's, it's getting out there and doing stuff. And, yeah. And finding that, that goal, finding that motivation. Absolutely. And working towards it. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, that's the thing. We're, we're thinking to do the same challenge we did last year, riding up and down Jebel feet, And then we're like, no, we're going running in Corsica in a few weeks. So two of the guys that I'm running in Corsica with, Rob Jones and Sean Hurley. Well, I was actually with Rob. We were going down to run up Jebel Hafi and we are saying, should we come here and do another bike challenge? They're like, no, we're running. And then we were like, well, what can we do? And so we yeah. came to it that we, we would ride one loop of Al-Qudra, then run one loop for 50K, and then ride right. one loop. So, what, what kind of pace will you be running at? Just uh, The target play pace is around the six-minute per kilometer. Oh, that's pretty mark. fast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we need to finish, or we're aiming to finish the run in sub-six hours. So if we, yeah, if you figure it out, we, we, we pretty much need to run at that pace. I did it last summer in, on, in July. And we started early morning, started about half four in the morning and finished up with five hours, 40 minutes to do it, which I think is bang on six minute pace. So as long as we can get in under six hours, that'll make things quite, I wouldn't say comfortable to finish the whole thing in darkness, but that's a, that's the challenge anyway. Yeah. Um, it, it would put us in a pretty good position, but I've never run 50 kilometers after I've cycled 50 kilometers and I've never <laughs> then cycled another it's 50 kilometers come, yeah. after I've cycled 50, run 50 and cycled 50. So it could be quite an interesting, it could be quite an interesting evening, but uh, yeah. we'll finish it. It just depends how long. And if we're not finished by the time it gets light, we'll be somewhere out on the course. So we will finish in the light, but then we will have failed and then we'll have to go back and do it again another time. Marcus Smith joining me from Interfight Gym. This is Get Fit Radio. My name is James Pikeway. You're listening to Dubai Eye 1038. Get Fit Radio is what you are listening to. Marcus Smith is here. He's at Interfight Gym if you want to get in touch with him. I want to I jump back to actually something that's kind of interesting. Going through the old website and, and again, your website. And when we have these conversations about why am I working out? And I, I, 
more and more when I talk to people, in fact, actually my son, you'd love this one. He's, he's talking Marcus. So he's got a few people that come up to him. And this connects back to the website, so we'll get there. But my, my son, Dex, who lost an extraordinary amount of weight. and Yeah, and, and how's he doing? He's, doing he's, he's still there. He is he's at that point. He's, he's a rafting guide this summer. Oh, so wow. my big complaint for Dex was always, dude, you got to work on the upper body. Yeah. You've lost a lot of weight, but you, you really have got zero upper body at this yeah. point. And yeah. you need to work on that. And it's always like, well, that's going to be work. I'm going to have to go to the gym. And do I want to invest that time? Anyway, yeah. he gets a job as a whitewater rafting guide in Montreal wow. this summer. Wow. So he's been up and down the river quite a bit. And wow. the first couple weeks, the first week, he it killed him because yeah, it's sure. all sort of pushing, rowing kind yeah, of actions yeah. with both arms. Yeah. 12-foot oars. Wow. And you're controlling the entire boat. Yeah. And he was dying. I'm a, but I now, imagine. after over a month, he's he's built up some muscles. Wow! And he's he's feeling good. And and folks are saying to him, "So Dex, I need to, you know I've I've put on a few pounds, a few kilos from really? university. What do you suggest?" And he says, "Okay, you get my fitness pal. You yeah. track all your food. Yeah. And you do some exercise. Simple. And, and, and so what he said, and that's what he said. He's really? talking, Marcus. He says it's simple. Really? That's what you do. He's done incredibly well, though, huh? Yeah. Well, then someone says to him, "But I like my cookies." And then he goes, "Do you want my advice, or do you not want my advice?" <laughs> <laughs> so he knows exactly how to speak to people now as well. That's he's excellent. Pretty, he's pretty cutthroat with it. Yeah. But well, he should be. Well, yeah, and and you know, I think with him, you know, went away to school, and the yeah. big question was, what's going to happen? Yeah. So what happened was. The boy eats tons of vegetables and protein. Yeah. He cooks it himself. He didn't get on a meal plan. He Amazing. cooked it, you know, went to the grocery store. He found a good butcher. Yeah. Un- you know, to the point that his roommates were saying, are you in culinary science, man? Really? And he's, and he's not. He's in music industry arts. Yeah. But he, you know, he found a butcher so he could go get good cuts of meat. Wow. He was buying fresh vegetables and cooking those up and he's eating a lot of vegetables and a lot of... Uh, so he's know, just continued to just continued. be healthy. and That's a year now he's been yeah, gone. Yeah. Wow. And then after the rafting stuff, where he's now noticed, hey, the muscles actually work, and I can yeah. do a few push-ups, and I could do sit-ups and yeah. stuff. He's going, when I get back to school, I'm going to have to get into that gym and get on a program, because wow. why would I waste what I've learned? Yeah, what he's done. Yeah. So oh, congratulations. Which brings me back to the, yes. the webpage, and, and that question again, why are we working out? What are we working out for? What's the yeah. purpose of doing this? Or what's the purpose of some physical fitness. And I, I thought, man, there's a great piece on your page as you scroll down. Yeah. And it, and it, it starts off with the quote, inner fight makes people better at life. Yes. And then it goes through a number of headings that talk about how being physically fit, but yes. also being aware of why you're being physically fit and also being aware of what getting into a fitness re- regime is demanding of you. If yes. you take all of those bits that you've broken down and you put it all together, it says, man, you know what? Everyone should be engaged in some form of physical fitness. And this, then this, this another tie-in. There's another Instagram post, this one from Andre. Yes. And this one, maybe it was today. Maybe. And this was the one where it had the caption, if you cheat on yeah. another one of those reps, yeah. uh, you're going to, you know, something to that effect, yeah. which comes back again to one of the big points in this this outline that you've put together. Yeah. Walk, walk us through it. What what this is all about. Yeah, and I, I think that's it's funny because before that could be the whole show here. Before yeah, it could be the whole show. And before we started the show, we, we were talking about sort of certain things in the corporate world and how companies are based on visions and values. So the yeah. vision is is what the company wants to achieve and the values are essentially the rules that the company lives by. So it's our DNA. So you know and we, we, we hear a lot of these things sort of 
integrity you know yeah. that's probably one of the biggest and, and what does that mean to a company so when i was sort of starting out I, I was like you know we've probably got we we have a unique opportunity to impact people and i was like where are we impacting them is it that we're making athletes stronger yes we can do that but then when i started working with people i started to realize that actually through better health through working out as you've just mentioned there we actually become better in our jobs we become better in our relationships. We enjoy our life a lot more. So just by going to the gym three or four times a week, by eating better and by sleeping better, our enjoyment for life goes up. Yeah. So when I started thinking about it like that, I was like, well, that's exactly, that's essentially what we're doing. We're using physical fitness, educating people about food, educating people that need to sleep more and making them better in all areas of life. And that's really how we came to what, uh, that's our vision. Inner fight makes people better at yeah. life. Like that's what we want to do. That's our that's our mission. It's our vision. It's absolutely everything. And then like I was, I, I then dig down into things, and I was like, well, what brings all of that together? Like it can't just happen. And at that time, and I think still now, I mean, we speak about it a lot on the show. Like people overcomplicate things a lot. Yeah. So simplicity. I was like, Keep it simplicity. Simple. <laughs> like that was like one of the key things. I was yeah. like, why are we overcomplicating things? You were saying it before there about Dex. You know, he's found a butcher. He's eating fresh vegetables. He's yeah. eating his protein. Like how simple is it? Yeah. Like why do you need to go into all of these other most complex diets where that is where it is? So simplicity was one of the things as well. I also realized that, you know, there's a hard work element that you've thrown in Hard there. work, another brand value of ours yeah. because, you know, all right, it's good. And step one, and you know, I want to help people slowly get into the gym, but a lot, you know, getting here is for some people like the biggest challenge. But once you're here, like you need to work hard. Yeah. Like I want, like I'll tell people to start for program, any program where they're coming to join the class program, whatever. Yeah. You've got here, but that's been hard work, but now the real hard work starts. So if we're going to get better at life in all areas, we need to know how to work hard. Yeah. And then, you know, and then it, it drops down some other ones like honesty. I love the honesty just one. Just keeping things honest. Well, and being honest with everyone, being honest with yourself. And it's, yeah. and that's where the Andre Instagram post comes yeah. in. Go, go check out Interfight, by the way, on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, where, have a look. Where, where he was saying how many people are willing to cheat themselves. You're yeah. not honest with yourself. The workout's there. It's a nightmare. Did you do it? No, yeah. no, you cut one or you cut two or you, it's like, if you can't be honest with yourself, who can, you be, can you be to? honest with? Yeah. yeah. So, and then, and then it sort of wraps in as well that, you know, this concept of what, what I call smash life, just a, an, an addiction to waking up every morning and having the very best life possible. I think that's something that it's, it's a mindset as well. Like I will, instead of, Oh, what's going to happen today? Like just a positive affirmation. I will make this happen. I will go out. I will do the best. I will do everything that I can to the best of my ability. I will be proactive. I will be positive. And it's all of these is these, you know, positive affirmations that sometimes we let the day run us. Like, yeah. what are you up to? Today? Oh, I'll just see what happens. No, you won't just see what happens. I will go and work out and I will make sure this happened. And that's sort of the, the attitude that I want to see people have. And, but to do that as well, and this falls into another one of our values, is mental toughness. Like, it takes a lot of mental toughness to every day get up and want to get after it. Like, yeah. there isn't many, like, it's, it's almost like you have to, you have to nurture something and it's like training maybe a dog or something like that. If, if I try and give an example, like if you don't train that dog every day and you let it like one time pee on the carpet again and you don't treat that dog in the way that's supposed to be treated, then that dog's going to pee on the carpet again. But that takes a lot of mental fortitude to constantly train it. And you have to wake up every day and you have to constantly train yourself to, to have that attitude of I will. But bringing it all together, when you 
create all those things and when you live by those values you'll get better at life and actually the final value that we have is fun because you will have more fun when you feel great when you look great you'll have so much energy that pretty much the whole day almost every day you'll be smiling and, and, yeah. and having fun and you're not smiling I, I always say you know that's what big one for me if you can't get a smile on your face yeah. from the activities you're doing find new activities find new activities <laughs> or, or really just looking look into what's happening in your life like if you're not smiling for for a good percentage of your day you need to have a look into your life and you need to figure out exactly what's going on maybe your environment's bad maybe yeah. your physical health is bad maybe your mental health is bad you need to dig into those underlying themes and motivations and see what's going on because like life when when you feel good when you wake up and when you wake up with focus and you wake up with an i will attitude and you actually then go and make it happen during the day and at the end of the day you just feel so fulfilled it's hard not to be happy it's hard not to smile yeah. so yeah that's kind of and it's brought together all by our vision to make people better at life and we've done that yeah there so. you go <laughs> you know and whether whether you're coming to your, your gym or you're going to other gyms you want to be thinking this way you and you know whatever you're doing these core ideas should be in there well that's the thing i think james if they're not you need to reconsider what you're doing and why you're doing it exactly and it's not just this is about human performance it's not just about you know these things don't happen just to people that come to our gym i, I would love people to listen to what we've just said there and 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 take them away and try and put those that vision and those values like just waking up every day and saying i'm going to get the very best out of today like yeah. i think that's something that it's nothing to do with the inner fight gym no. it's nothing just the fact that i've put it together in 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 a format that sort of makes sense and that explains it yeah. it's not i don't own it you can go and do it you can live through if you want to call it our ethos you can live out our ethos and never even come to our gym and we have a lot of people around the world that have never been to our gym but live out our ethos they live out our tagline show no weakness as well and they really they sort of understand it and they buy into it and i communicate with them you know i spend a lot of time on on, on social media on instagram answering direct messages to people and just getting just trying to help them to understand the way that we see life because I know that when they see it in this way, they can have a good life as well. There so we it's not just for our members. Marcus Smith joining me from Interfight Gym. This is Get Fit Radio. My name is James Pikeway. You're listening to Nightline. Marcus Smith is here. James Pikeway is here. Get Fit Radio is on. This is Nightline. Oh, it's that simple. This is um, it. Hey, there's another. I, I got to say, I'm, I'm kind of keyed in on the Instagram stories these days. Yes. And wh I'm, I'm watching the Instagram stories of a celebrity trainer. Autumn Calabres. Yes. Uh, Have you ever watched her? No. You know what? It, 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 she's kind of cool. And I was she... very surprised when I uh, when you sent me this, James, and uh, in our show notes and uh, preparing for today's show, and I found this uh, this lady. She's kind of cool, and she she's got you know she's she's pretty mainstream, and she's got an 80 day obsession thing that she's doing right now, and she you know a lot of the before and after stuff. She's she's pretty smart. She's but what what really caught me this week. Yeah. is she is talking about eating well she's talking about diet she's talking about movement and and she you know she puts together some workouts and and things and people are following them yeah and somewhere along the line she must have been talking about the idea of not drinking soda okay and somebody because i clearly missed the the exchange in the posts right. but someone must have slammed her and said you know autumn what kind of peer-reviewed evidence do you have that soda isn't good for you? Oh, really? And then 
She laid into them on her Instagram story, and it was just, it was phenomenal. It was just fantastic. Yeah. It was, it was just a little bit of irreverence because, and I, it was really great to listen to her, just saying, "Are you serious?" Like yeah. it was, it was. The, Isn't it? Is it a bit worrying that some people in the world actually still think that soda is good for them? I, I think so. And and a I lot wonder. of people will say, I'd "Well, there's no call, there's no calories," and they'll say, "But there's no sugar." Yeah. And I'm saying, "So what are they using for sweeteners? Yeah. And what is all that stuff? And what is it? Yeah. Why not? There's just a drink reason water? why there's a thing called the sugar tax. Yeah. There's a reason why all. It's not just here. It's not a sugar tax. It's like a soft drink. Tax. Yeah. It's a full soft drink tax. Yeah. So why? It it actually still it does blow my mind. That I can't think of the last time I had a soda. Like so, I I'm no. I'm sitting here thinking, when did I last have? A soda pop or a fizzy yeah. drink or whatever you want to call them, whatever part of the world. You I can think. remember the last. I can remember the last three times I've had one. Okay. Once was in 2014. Uh huh. In a desert in Oman. Okay. And I was running across it, and I was in a little bit of trouble. I hadn't slept for two and a half days, and someone passed me a half-empty bottle of Coke, and they said, "If you drink this flat Coke, you'll feel better." I drank two mouthfuls of it. I felt terrible. The second time was a year later in 2015, and after the long day of Marathon de Sable, uh, running across the Sahara, we'd run 92 kilometers. The next day, in the middle of the camp, a big cooler truck pulls in, and everyone got one can of Coke, and it was the only cold thing I'd had for almost a week, uh, and it was disgusting. Uh, and then, uh, actually, back in that same desert, and that, this is why I remember all three of them, back in the same desert in Oman a year later in 2016, we were having a very tough time of it, and we came across a, uh, a small store. It's the only place in the whole of that desert. It was just like incredible timing, because one of the guys that we were with was feeling he had heat exhaustion, diarrhea, vomiting, and they had a fridge and they had cold soft drinks in. Again, I thought it would make me feel better. And I had like half a can and felt terrible. Yeah, there so, we go. Yeah. A, question, a question has come through. And, of course, we do take questions on the program. Questions come through asking what your diet is. What do you eat? Like what's a, what's a daily diet? I mean, I ran yeah. into you today and you were having – it looked like some kind of curried vegetables yeah, or something. Yeah, that, uh, that was actually a test meal for my wife's business, Smith Street Paleo. She does a meal plan business and she has a new – it's called – the Vietnamese beef curry. Okay. So I my my food is actually it's changed a lot over the last year. I had some for the better or for the um, I mean obviously. yeah for 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 the better. I had some sort of gut problems okay. about uh well, I've been suffering for a while and I moved to a plant based diet, not vegan diet. I still okay. had eggs yeah. to a certain extent. And I have a very limited amount of dairy. Actually, don't remember the last time I had any dairy, but some t- once a month I might have an ice cream, okay. if that. Um, so what what I eat now is basically a paleo-based diet. So I don't eat any processed food. I don't eat any sugars. The only sugar that I'll get is from from uh, fruits, and I'll keep that to a real low. Um, I'll eat generally in the morning. There's different. I, I eat a lot from from the food plan. Yeah. So I'll eat either like an omelet. We have an omelet. We have a, a beef and sweet potato frittata on on that food plan. I'll then, if Holly hasn't, she's because she develops all the recipes for the food plan herself. 
I basically get to test them all. Nice. So she's cooking pretty much every day and she's constantly, we have almost 30 main meals on this mystery paleo food plan. So, and if she hasn't cooked anything that evening, I'll just grab something from that food plan. So it's always paleo foods. There's no bread. There's no pasta. There's no real potato. Uh, this sweet potato. There's no, um, there's no starch really in the in the diet at all. So there's no rice. And what it is 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 food that's it's not high fat food. So it's not like a, a ketogenic diet, which has become huge yeah, at the moment. That's a which, big one. Everyone's talking about that. Yeah, diet. it's absolutely huge, and it's quite tragic because a lot of people go on a ketogenic diet but don't have the ability to digest well the fat, the high levels of fat, and the carbohydrate levels are so low. It's less than five percent. Oh, and of, you do need some carbs in a you diet. You do need some carbohydrate, and that's why, like a paleo-based diet, I find really really super cool for like a lot of the population not everyone and this is the biggest thing not everyone works really well on a paleo diet it's just like veganism is really great and you know when we saw what the health at the start of last year like a lot of people went to a vegan based diet and a lot of people are still eating a vegan diet and they are not losing any weight some people have actually got more fat which is tragic and they yeah. continue with it because they think that's the problem but it's not it's something different because even on a on a vegan diet you can still have like sugar you can have like like lots and lots of sugar and like some some people on on, on a plant-based diet will just eat way too much fruit so getting way too much fructose in and then of course they, they won't lose weight so you know in, in in a paleo diet you're still getting quite a decent amount of carbohydrate through vegetables so in all of our meals you'll have at least up to 50 percent of the meal will be vegetables. So, okay. you know, if, if you have a, for example, if you have a, what, what I was eating there was a, as I said, a beef Vietnamese curry. So there's beef in there, which accounts for about only 100 to 150 grams because we don't want to be taking in too much carbohydrate. And then the sauce is made mainly from coconut milk, so we get a lot of fat in there as well. And then we mix through it uh, vegetables and a broccoli rice, and that's where you get all of your carbohydrate from. So you're getting a really nice balance of nice. fat, protein, and carbohydrate. So that's generally how I eat. People, A lot of people ask me how many calories I have a day. I don't know because I don't track it. And I don't think tracking calories is the way for people. So a lot of people just took a deep breath and say, what? This yeah. is all we hear. Is this is, but this is the problem. Like, uh, if you wind back two years ago, no, but like when, when we bring someone in, we do a, a, a test on them on the body analysis machine, the in-body yeah. machine. It tells us people's BMR, basal metabolic rate. So we can tell you approximately how many calories you need to stay alive. When, when we, I mean, I've been doing it for a while, but five to 10 years ago, people are like, what's that? Yeah. Like, oh, calories. So how much is a calorie? Like a calorie is a, is, is a measure of energy. It's what it takes to heat one gram of water is one calorie. So like people just are not, they're just badly informed. And we get told that if we eat less calories, we're going to lose weight, which is partially true. But what happens is people go to the wrong end of the spectrum and they're actually under eating. And when we under eat, our body will not shed any weight. And it happens a lot. A lot of people will come in and they've had a plateau. They'll be in a massive calorie deficit. I double the amount of food that they're allowed to have, giving them good, clean, whole food. 
and then they start to lose weight again. So there's a massive amount of miseducation. I actually did a, I did about a 30-minute Instagram live show on this last Thursday, which if people want to see is over on my website, mjdsmith.com. You can check out, and I do these Instagram lives on these topics one, one a week where people can just join in, ask questions. We have a really cool discussion for about 30 minutes about it. And I sort of put a lot of the myths and, and misunderstandings that people have on calories to bed really because people are told yeah you shouldn't have carbohydrates like vegetables have carbohydrates in them yeah like okay if you and this is where the, the misconception is is that should you be having like bread is carbohydrate should we be having bread no why it's got a lot of stuff added to it sugar a lot of different chemicals there's gluten in there there's lots of bad things should you be having broccoli it's got carbohydrate in it yes of course you should Look at it. Look, we were talking about soda before. If you look at an avocado compared to a can of soda, you're going to get way more calories. Yeah. But what is, like you said, it, what goes into that can of soda? So people are just in a state of incredible miseducation and misinformation. But somehow, because they're looking for something to believe, they start to believe it. And I know a lot of people that have been counting calories, tracking their macros for three months, six months, nine months. They're in terrible shape. Their bodies are completely wrong, and you can see on their body exactly what's going on. A lot of them are undernourished. A lot of them are having the wrong macronutrients as well. People, I've got people that have spoken to me about they've been on a ketogenic diet for three months, and they're 50 kilos overweight. (laughs) That (laughs) ketogenic diet, (laughs) either you're not following it, or it just doesn't work for you. I think one of the biggest takeaways from everything that's going around and has been going around for a long time is like certain things work for certain body types and not everything works for every single body type. You can have a look at what's happening in Japan. They have a high life expectancy. They have super low obesity. You could eat a diet that's very similar to a Japanese diet and you could have cancer in five years. Why? Because your environment is completely different to theirs. So you really have to understand what's going on. And, and what also happens is during our early years, during our first two or three years, we form the gut microbiome and that's kind of with us for life. And it takes a lot of engineering to change that. So we, our bodies formed on the form on the environment that we're brought up in. And that's where we sort of flourish as well. So we can take in these diets from all over the place, but there's not, they're just not going to work for everyone. Marcus Smith is here from Interfight Gym. My name is James Pikeway. This is Get Fit Radio on Nightline, Dubai I 103.8. Get Fit Radio is the program. Marcus Smith is here. We're taking questions. He's from Interfight Gym. You can follow him on Instagram, by the way, MJD underscore Smith. Talking about stories, I put a lot out, and we talk about anything. Yeah. Because it goes. <laughs> so no one can come back and say, ooh, and start crying because I told them that calories are bad for them. Anyway, move on. Hypertrophy. When we're yeah. st- so we got a question that's coming in. A coach is telling me to build muscle. I need to uh, hypertrophy build. I don't get it. Yeah. But what, what, it's, so I went and actually looked up some of this stuff then because yeah. I'm wondering, what is this person talking about? It's growing the size of the muscle cells. It's super. And this is another thing based on like it follows directly on from what we're saying about food in the last segment. Like 80% of the population are working, maybe more here in Dubai because we have such a limited amount of performance athletes of you know, elite level athletes. So we've probably got 90, 95% of the population. You're here because you work. You work nine yeah. to five. And I know you want to do the best that you can in your extracurricular stuff. And some people as amateur athletes are doing super well. And they'd make up this sort of 10 to 15% of what I would class as an athlete. But we sort of go and we're like, yeah, I'm hypertrophy, uh, calorie counting, this. Uh, I want to, dude, just relax. Just go to the gym. 
just if you want to get bigger and sh- if you want to get bigger eat more food and pump the right weights if you want to get stronger keep pumping those right weights you know it's not yeah. it doesn't always and some people will be like no no we should go the scientific approach like what happens to your scientific approach where one week you your sleep gets completely blown out because you have to work on a project like there's too many variables ceteris paribus all things remaining equal a latin phrase does not apply in most people's lives here i've worked with people i've coached people here for over over 10 years now and i just see so many variables and so many mishaps so people get really you know i'm going to go on this strength program and then and these aspects of like and it gets really scientific and in the end oh next week oh damn i need to fly the kuwait for four days and i've got no gym what do i do you know okay so actually my program that says clear your bed out of the way in your hotel room First minute, do 15 air squats. Second minute, do 10 burpees. Third minute, do 25 jumping lunges is actually probably the best program for you. So, you yeah, okay. it's uh, it's something that we probably don't need to get too head up about, to be honest. The coach is telling me to build an arsenal. I need to hypertrophy build. I don't get it. It's not something you just you just need to eat well and train hard. Yeah, Maybe you need to find a new coach. Yeah. And Especially if they can't explain it to you. This is right. one that always comes to me. If you're yeah. you're going to any gym, any program, and they're telling you and talking to you about doing stuff, and if they're not approachable enough to be able to explain it to you so that you can understand it, yeah. if you can't understand it, maybe you need to reconsider where you're going. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's it's basically, it's, you know, hypertrophy is, is basically causing muscle growth. That's what we're looking for. Okay. So, you know, eating well, training hard is, is the right way to go about it. Another question has come through and says, Marcus, there are a lot of stretching class things showing up in gyms. Is this something you are looking at? And if not, why not? Oh, yeah. that's a good question. Super good question. And we, we actually run, so at the gym, we run a full mobility program, wow. which is opposed to... Stretching gone bad. Yeah, it's like stretching gone bad, exactly. It is, it's, you know, what is stretching? Stretching is just like moving out the muscles, sometimes quite low impact. If you speak to some of the yogis, are they stretching? Yes. Some will say no. Some of it's quite hardcore. So we, we run a mobility program. We're actually looking to put people physically in better positions and build better movement mechanics. So it'll start by how do you sit down on a chair because that's how you squat. Are you, is your body moving well? And if not, what are the limiting factors? Is there tightness in your hips? Is there tightness through your quads? Is there something happening at your knees or at your ankles that actually make you unable to sit comfortably on a chair? And you you will be super surprised the number of people. We could line up 20 people on in, in a row of chairs, get them to stand up, sit down. And if you did a video analysis, you'd see such a huge variation. So we do run, we run a mobility program. We also put quite a bit of, within our warm-up, we use a dynamic stretching system in, in a number of different ways. We'll use anything from a static stretch to an animal movement, like a bear crawl, beast crawl, crab walk, within a warm-up. And then at the end of some of the days, we'll do quite dynamic stretching. So today, what was it? At the end, it was like 100 good mornings, which really targets the posterior chain. So your glutes, your hamstrings, in your lower back so really just to create some tension around those muscles and just to dynamically move them so i think everyone should be doing some form of straightforward movement mobility stretching style of training whether that's like animal flow whether it's yoga or something like that but it is very dependent on the environment that you're in and the sport that you're looking for as to how much of that you should be doing as well excellent thank you very much for that that's a comprehensive answer 
Another question has come through. How long should it take for a heart rate to return to resting after a workout? Yeah, I saw this so one. So I guess that depends what your resting heart rate is and how high you went. But yes. is there is there a standard timeline? Yeah, line? well, what, what I generally do is – so what we're measuring here is your ability to recover. Right. As you get fitter, your ability – to recover will speed up. So you could come from, let's take a working example, you could come from 160 beats a minute down to 100 beats a minute within maybe two minutes. As you get fitter, or sorry, we'll start with five minutes. As you get fitter, the time that it takes to return to 100 becomes less and less and less. So it'd go down to under two minutes. Okay. So what is there an, is there an ideal? Yeah, not really. It's as fast as you can go. If it's taking you like, an hour to get your heart rate back under to under 100 or back towards probably sort of around about 30% above your resting heart rate. Resting heart rate, you check first thing in the morning. Yeah. If it's taking you like a long time, then you've just got a problem with fitness or you've got a problem with your heart. So it's not, there's no sort of standard rule that I use there. Again, you can go to Google as much as I can and you can go calculator for heart rate recovery. You'll get something in there. But what I would do is I would work on it personally. So you'd run 5K. Okay, at the end of 5K, I'm at 160. How long is it taking me to recover? And a lot of uh, heart rate monitors will actually tell you that information. It'll give you a recovery time where it measures how many beats you drop within the first two minutes of finishing exercise. So that's basically how you track recover. it. Yeah, and, and you can track it. And it, as your fitness increases, your heart rate will recover faster. All right. There you go. Easy. Another question that's come through. Uh, any thoughts on pre- and post-workout hydration uh, and the much-loved protein powder after or before <laughs> a workout? So I want to make sure that you go into a workout well hydrated. But one of the problems that I do see is that people are drinking way too much water just before a workout or during a workout and literally no, hold on. It, too much water before or during a workout directly before they'll just like take a load of water in and yeah. it'll just splish flush around in their stomach so the key to the key to effective hydration is and we've heard this for a number of years is small sips of water throughout the day like yeah. that's what we want to be aiming at it's so not like not doing the one liter right here and then another no. liter and the only it. time that i that i'll put more than sort of 500 mils of water in my body at, the, at, at once is first thing in the morning I'll go straight up with 500 mils and then otherwise if I really have been deprived of water for a long time but otherwise I'll always have I'll have this sort of 500-750 mils and I'll just try and get through it in about an hour an hour and a half and if you know if you have been not drinking very well and obviously people have been fasting now like as soon as you break your fast people will put a load of water down but generally small sips going in this applies to going into a workout so that you don't have a massive belly full of water. Also, the same during a workout, I would really not suggest people to have any sort of protein supplement before a workout. It's just going to sit in your gut. Yeah. And I would also suggest people move away from uh, protein powders that are whey protein, that are dairy-based. A lot of those out there. There's I mean, that's a ton like the, of them, yeah. And bog standard is what they might call that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is. Bog in English is the word for a toilet, and yeah, they are quite toilets. So you put that together quite well. But yeah, I would stay away from them after after workout. If you are gonna, if you do feel the need for a protein shake, you might be looking to pick up some muscle 
that's basically the reason. So you want to feed your body a little bit more and you don't want to, or you don't feel like you can take on a big meal straight after a workout. You just take on a, 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 a smaller meal or a liquid meal in the form of a, a protein shake. And, you know, I would just suggest that people use a plant-based protein shake, one that's made from pea protein or rice protein, super good, super healthy, and goes through the gut in a really easy way. So what we're trying to do here, and this is the, the theme through all of our talk about gut and, and digestion, you're you basically, from, from your mouth to, to, to your butt, is just one big long tube, and a load of processes happen within that. It's, it's for miles and miles. It's very long. Um, small intestine, large intestine, all of that. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to put food into that tube that doesn't block it up and that gets absorbed through the gut and into the body. So leaves that tube, if you like, in the simplest way. And that's dairy just doesn't do that because what we need in order for that process to happen is we need enzymes to be released in our body, digestive enzymes to break down that food. The one that's responsible for breaking down dairy is an enzyme called lactase, which actually stops working in humans after in, in in our early years maybe six or seven years old that's why kids are really good on milk and then it all goes a, a bit wrong so mm. that's where we should stay away from so back to the original question <laughs> yeah, make sure you're hydrated throughout the day don't drink massive amount of water before or during your workout obviously you need to stay hydrated so if you are thirsty and that, that's one of the things that uh, south african professor tim noakes always says just drink to thirst when you're thirsty drink and, you know, just make sure at the end of the day you've taken in plenty of water. There we go. Marcus, we've run up the clock on the show once yeah. again. Thank you very much for uh, answering the questions. Great conversation. And look forward to doing it again next week, which will be our last show. Shame. Yeah. All but these years of great information. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> next week, we'll be back. Same place, same time. You want to get a question to us for the last show, Nightline at Dubaii1038.ae is how you do that. Marcus Smith can be found at Interfight Gym, interfight.com. My name's James Pikeaway. Thanks for hanging out here on Get Fit Radio on Nightline.